0: I'm Betcha's co-founder, Jordana Abraham, and this episode is brought to you by Instacart. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on, while she's sneezing, coughing, aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us, trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues to tea to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours.
1: Hello, and welcome to Soft Black Woman, presented by The Betches Up. I'm your host, Dr. Akila Kaday, and excited to have you here. Now, we're going to do things a little bit differently this week, where we're not going to go into the current events, and that's because I'm booked and busy, y'all. I know I'm a soft black woman, but I'm currently in Ireland doing a keynote for the Ehlers-Danlos Society, and some of you may know that is the rare disease that I have, and I'm honored to do that. So because we're doing things a little bit differently this week, we're going to focus on someone who knows exactly what the soft life is about. This week's guest is Dominique Fluker. She's a contributing lifestyle editor at Essence and the author of the recent article and might I add viral article, Living the Hashtag soft Life, Here's Why Black Women Are Rejecting the Harmful, Strong Black Woman Trope. Please welcome Dominique Fluker. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to have you here with Newly Laid Edges. We are living that braid life. <laughs> looks <Absolutely>. fantastic. It <laughs> looks fantastic. I would love for you to tell the listeners about yourself. Um, share your background as a writer and editor.
2: Yes. So I'm from Oakland, California. I recently relocated to Los Angeles where I am a contributing lifestyle editor over at Essence magazine. I have to add that it's the iconic Essence magazine.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) For people who don't know, for Black people, getting into anything Essence is incredible. So we need to uplift that. And also for Black people, um, particularly those of us who live in Oakland like myself, even extra special with Dominique.
2: Yes, definitely. Um, I come from East Oakland, California, really kind of down to earth, but decided to move to Los Angeles to explore my dreams and then
1: also attend
2: USC, where I recently graduated with my master's in specialized journalism.
1: Okay, let's pause. Master's in specialized journalism is a big deal. Congratulations. (laughs) You also had a wonderful photo shoot (laughs) to celebrate. You're like, I did. Yes, I celebrated myself. Of course, because hashtag soft life.
2: Hashtag soft life.
1: But congratulations, yeah. taking your writing to the next level.
2: Yeah, definitely. And over at Essence, I focus in on all things wellness and lifestyle, so uh, sex and love, relationships, mental health, and tapping into um, certain trends that you see on social media, which is what brought me to uh, living this off life.
1: And, and you do it so well. Well. For the listeners out there, Dominique and I met through Soho House. Um, we were on a, a special committee. And I, I want to say we both realized that we're amazing. <laughs> and then we had a pandemic, and uh, this is the first time we're seeing each other, right? Yes. Because you you moved at that time, and I just want to acknowledge how hard that is. But leaning into what you need for your self care, growth, and opportunity, and we'll do we'll do handles at the end, so you can you can follow Dominique. But I highly recommend you do follow her and see how not only is she living a wonderful soft life, but a fashionable. Fashionable soft life as well. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, about that, I think fashion, at least for me, is a, an extension of my personhood and my personality and what I want to contribute and bring to this world and how I want to feel every day waking up. And I usually go, I mean, you see the yellow today, but uh, I usually go with colorful bold prints um, because that's how I feel inside. At least I try to strive to feel joyful.
1: Absolutely. Which is why I have on Christopher John Rogers right now and all my bright colors supporting a black (laughs) designer being my amazing self. And so I would love to talk more about the soft life. So let me just remind people of this this article that you can search right now and read, but living the soft life, so living the hashtag soft life, here's why black women are rejecting the harmful, strong black woman trope. Uh, achieving the state of being is not impossible, but there's no one size fits all model. I love the title of the article so much because it talks about the uniqueness and intersectionality we have as black women and navigating moving away from uh, being a strong black woman and going into a soft black woman. Also name of this podcast. Um, So why did you want to tell the story? So for me, I, of course, saw
2: the trend pop up on uh, Instagram and TikTok, and I was curious to delve more into the topic and what it meant for me um, as someone who is uh, aware of my identities and uh, how intersectional they might be, and how I govern myself in this world. And for me, uh, although what I was seeing was uh, aesthetically pleasing photos on the gram, on TikTok, you know, uh, yacht photos, um, popping bottles, the shopping sprees, the bubble baths, um, I also began to see um, more Black women specifically take the hashtag soft life and turn it into um, more of an awareness for who they are inside and how they're actively trying to focus on their mental health and their wellness and Mm -hmm. curating specific wellness routines outside of materialism and aesthetics. And that was what I wanted to focus in on because there's been plenty of think pieces around um, living this off life uh, for uh, black women. It, you know, are the, is it attainable? Can we afford it? But for me, I wanted to take a different angle on focusing on the wellness and how intentional black women, at least my group of friends and my colleagues, uh, and others that I've been seeing on social have um, been navigating this wellness space. And I have saw that, them focusing on therapy, um, doing Pilates, which I personally love. I wrote a piece about that as well. Um, really owning um, their, their body types and, and shapes and being unapologetic about choosing themselves and prioritizing wellness and whatever they, that may look like, including boundaries.
1: Right, and and when we're talking about, you brought up so many things. Um, well, one retail therapy is still okay to do <laughs> for it's the soft life. Mm-hmm. Um, but realizing how you can do that for yourself, right, mm-hmm. away from these materialistic things, I would love for you to let folks know about the stereotype of the strong black woman. How does that term make you feel? Do you feel it's harmful?
2: Yes, I feel like it's extremely harmful because. We as black women take on so much. We have so many different multitudes um, and, and definitions to us, but we hardly get the chance to rest, to be still, to be present in our accomplishments because of societal pressures and norms um, that are forcing us to keep pressing forward without being mindful of everything that we've done and achieve and, and allow us to dream as well. Um, and another harmful part of <laughs> this trope is that we're human. We feel. I, I cry. Yeah. Um, I have hard days. I am not perfect, and I think I recently wrote another article about this. About the pursuit of um, black excellence can be extremely harmful um, for black women, whether we are aware of it or not, whether it's been uh, instilled with us into us from a younger age, or something that we're picking up on. It can be tough to break away from societal expectations of us to perform, outperform most times, um, be excellent, and also to push forward like nothing ever happened. And as someone who's experienced immense grief (laughs) with a lot of um, personal situations, it's been a healing practice for me to acknowledge and understand and navigate through my feelings and, and allow them to take control of me um, in a healthy way, but also to know that I am human and I feel, and if I feel burnt out, then I'm going to take a break. Uh, if I want to set some boundaries, that's what I'm going to do, and I shouldn't have to feel guilty about it.
1: No, we shouldn't have to feel guilty at all. I think it's important to share with the, the listeners when we talk about a strong black woman, we're not talking about someone who can constantly persevere and, you know, um, has amount of success and can take lots of things on. Is that part of it? Sure. But what we're talking about is the endless amount of societal structures and systems and messages and things that we hear that is external and also internal that feed into the stereotype that we have to do everything, 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 everything. And asking for help is not something we do. And if we are going to do something for ourselves, like you're saying earlier, Dominique, it could be more materialistic than actually having the space and the time to feel, to say no, to sit down, to go to sleep, to take a nap, right? Just to, to be in our own space, right? And our existence. And so when we want to not do that, to no longer be the angry black woman, again, pushing it away, not falling into that stereotype ourselves or how we're receiving it from other people and, and rejecting it,
3: we move into the hashtag soft life. Hundreds and hundreds of years more. There really is that much. A gifting moment is always around the corner, but whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now.
2: Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Yeah, so the term actually originated in the Nigerian influencer community as a concept around seeking, intentionally seeking comfort, um, peace and rest. And I think it's a movement that Black women uh, needed for some time, but we also wanted to call out that we've been doing that for ages. I think Absolutely. putting, you know, we've, we've had our own systems that's protected us and encouraged us to rest. Um, but I think with social media, it definitely caught on um, as a hashtag. But I do want to call out that our ancestors um, and four figures who've come before us have completely have been doing this and rallied around and created communities of care.
1: And we also saw the same when we got into civil rights movements and to women's rights movements where, where black women were, you know, the, the curators of self-care, right? How do you keep on, you know, advocating for value and existence and being seen and, and rights? And, and for, for black women, this is something that's ancestral. This isn't nothing that is new to us. It's It's definitely true to us. Again, it's just the systems that make it harder for us to lean into those things. Because if we want to be successful, it is viewed as a certain way. Or if we want to share our feelings and emotions, it's it's viewed as a certain way. In what ways does softness show up in your life? Mm.
2: Well, for me, it's owning my feelings. Uh, It's owning my emotions, Um, going to therapy, Consistently, whether I love my therapist, I love my therapist. I've (laughs) actually been seeing her um, for ten years.
1: (gasps) It's really real. So
2: uh, it's a real relationship. Um, Outside of that, I've been working on creating communities of care and support. Um, I love my Pilates class. I, you know, I love my baths. Um, I've been taking uh, trap Zumba classes. Hold
1: on. Did (laughs) you say trap Zumba? Yes, right on Crenshaw. Mm -hmm. First of all, (laughs) I will will be looking into that. Um, I did Zumba, um, I don't know, maybe like 10 years ago when I wanted to like get in better shape and lose weight. And I had a good time. But I'm also an excellent twerker. And so adding trap into it would take things to the next level. Okay, tell us more about your softness. These are wonderful things.
2: Just really being intentional with my time as well. Making sure like you know, I love to work. I work hard. I love my practice, but it's important for me to also schedule time for rest and play. That's what I'm really into this summer, playing. What what does that concept feel like as a 30-year-old woman? How do I continue to curate some type of enjoyment um, and play, even though I love my career. And my career is fun for me. I love writing um, and I love interviewing people. But how can I have my identity outside of that? So that's something that I'm working through in therapy and which is why I created my summer bucket list full of fun things that don't have to do with work, which Trap Zumba is one of them. (laughs)
1: I love that. Well, you are officially a black girl with braids, so you will have a playful summer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know. That's why I was like, as soon as I got out the shop, I was like, okay, this is setting the tone of what the summer is going to be like. I think the, the kids call it acting bad. (laughs) Oh,
1: (laughs) the youth, the youth. youth. And for the listeners who may not know, braids are life-changing. Not only is it a protective style for us, it literally gives us time in the day to get up and go and do these playful things, right? It's a way to take care of ourselves because whether we wear our hair natural, curly or straight, it takes time to get the vibe that we're trying Mm -hmm. to to get to. So you you talk about the soft life not being a one-size-fits-all approach. Why is that important to note?
2: It's important to note because I really wanted, when writing this article, I, I had all types of Black women in mind. I really wanted everyone to feel seen and included and also wanted to empower them to have the agency to build their own wellness routine that had hashtag soft life top of mind, right? And so I can't say do X amount of Pilates classes, Zuma classes, therapy twice a week, and cook for yourself every day, plus a bubble bath. And you are living the soft life, right? That is something. You've, you've
1: reached the level. You've achieved it because <laughs> you've, you've it. done this prescriptive approach. Yeah.
2: Exactly. I Instead, I wanted my readers and our audiences over at Essence uh, to feel empowered to take their wellness practice into their own hands and really t- dig deep and figure out what do you need? What's lacking in your life? What what um, type of communities of care and support do you want to tack on to help you feel like you're being supported, that you are experiencing joy? And I think that has helped people not feel extra pressure to you know, put all these things on their schedule or spend X amount of dollars investing in things where they're really not as passionate about or it it doesn't help them in that way. So I, I think it's really dangerous to describe anything if you're, especially I'm not a licensed professional. I'm a writer that's capturing a cultural moment in movement and realizing how important this is to our sisterhood as Black women.
1: So that makes me think the you you bring up pressure. Do you do you feel there are barriers to getting to the soft life?
2: Mm-hmm. I think there is to a certain extent. Um, you know, resources are important, of course, for anyone. So we have to fac- factor that, uh, and that's why I was trying to lean less from the materialism of of what mm-hmm. we saw for soft life, and I. I wanted to frame it up like everyone can experience it, even if you are taking
1: a nap. Free 99. Take Hello, a nap. That's free. Go for a walk. Free 99. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Incorporating daily walks, listening to your favorite podcast like this one. <laughs> like this one. <laughs> like this one.
1: <laughs> Look um, at Black women supporting each other.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Reading, creating hobbies that are low lift when it comes to money, leading on your community, where your friends at. That that's really important, and I, and unfortunately, I do feel like now with different systems in place, we are leaning into an era of individualism, and we really need to come back and go back to our roots and create healthy, strong, supportive communities that will check in on you and say, hey, hey, sis, how are you doing? I know work is great, fab on the gram, but how are you doing? How is your spirit doing? Those things are free. Um, And that's that. this is perfect uh, because this is what I wanted to convey in the article, that you don't have to be from a specific socioeconomic background. Um, You don't have to be a, a, a scholar or whatever these things are that are being portrayed as soft life, you can choose how you navigate and, and what you need when it comes to your wellness and your absolutely. mental health.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I would add in there that sometimes a barrier is not being able to say no because exactly. we're so conditioned to take so many things on. And then I would add another barrier being asking for help. Because we're conditioned yeah. to take for so many things on or we don't want to appear weak. Right. So the opposite of strong is weak. But mm. right? we really want to change that movement. So the opposite of strong is soft. Right. Yes. And being soft. So it doesn't mean you can't still be a boss and handle shit and get stuff done and do all this others. You can still mm-hmm. do those things. But what are you doing to pour into yourself and right. right to really fill up your cup?
2: Right. And letting, like you said, letting others help you asking for help, saying, hey, I need this to be outsourced. Um, in fact, it was it was very hard for me to kind of let go of the control a bit in my life and let others come in and help me, right. um, whether it's you know, little things around the house or big moments of support, uh, because I'm used to doing a lot of things on my own. Um, but now, as as I'm saying, as many of a lot of Black women celebrities are saying, I'm in my self-life era. That does not mean my right. responsibilities fall to the wayside. Absolutely not. But it is an entry point, a marker, if you will, to let others help and to also not feel the pressure to take care of everything. It Sometimes it's above you and you, ca- you can't take care of everything.
1: I am That's what other people do. We could compare to white women and, you know, that's what they do. Mm -hmm. I am very independent. People could probably see that from (laughs) social media and how I roll. But I've had to put time and energy into figuring out how I can ask for help and how I can get support, which my therapist will be very proud of. I've been making waves (laughs) and doing that. But things as simple, and this is a privilege statement, but things as simple as – I'm going to have a cleaning person come every week instead of every two weeks. And for listeners who may or may not know, I live with disability. Something as simple as changing the sheets for you literally takes me 45 minutes. Fingers will dislocate. I'll have pain. It's a whole process. Why am I doing that to myself? For independence, it doesn't make any sense. But I have the privilege and the resources uh, to be able to have that taken care of for me, the trash to be taken out so I don't have to worry about, you know, these are things that are, are pouring back into myself. I have to work, you know, to make that happen and obviously make the money to make that happen. But it can make a profound difference. And so as we're talking about difference, moving from being a strong black woman to being a soft black woman, do you think that act is radical?
2: Absolutely. Because you're making a choice and you're going against the grain of what what we said earlier, a lot of societal norms and pressures. And you are, I like to say, taking charge of your life. No one is in your shoes. No one can tell you how to feel or what you're experiencing. So when you are making the active decision to put yourself first that can be seen as radical, especially for, like we said before, the strong Black women trope, where we've we've had our ancestors not have that privilege to do. And now we are coming through, setting the tone, Um, thanks to them off the backs of their sacrifices, we're able to really self-realize what our lives can be whatever they might look like. We don't have to conform to what society is telling us to do, whether that's act a certain way, behave a certain way, be married, have children. Even
1: our hair a certain way.
2: We are co-creators,
1: Who also rec- are reclaiming our time.
2: We're reclaiming yeah. our time co-creators of our destiny and it feels super empowering.
1: It's incredibly empowering. And again, you know, we have this thread of of talking about our ancestors. What people may not realize is that due to the history of black people in this country, enslaved women not only took care of their own families and themselves, they had to take care of the enslavers' families, the white families, their children, So if they are nursing their kid, they're nursing the white kid. If they were cooking a meal for the family, they're cooking a meal for their own family. And so this is something that is quite profound and radical to break that pattern so that we aren't in that position where we are always carrying and carrying and carrying the weight. You cannot have weight if you're soft, if you lean into softness. That weight is gone. I mean you aren't going to have a bad day. You aren't going to be stressed AF. You aren't going to have these moments, but you'll know what to do to center yourselves and 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 to remind yourself that you are an actual human being. You are not a robot. You are not always the caretaker. You know the whole airplane oxygen mask situation, and more black women are like, "Yeah, I am going to put my mask on first, <laughs> not the
2: kid." <laughs> I am because I, you know if if you're like me, you have many responsibilities that. Don't fall into work. You know, I have a lot of responsibilities a lot of people do not know about. And I need to be okay physically, mentally, emotionally to make sure that I'm showing up as a, a thoughtful human being in, in this world, just like anyone else. And I think that's why the concept is so brilliant because we are putting a stamp on it. We're saying, hey, This is what I aspire to do. I aspire to take this weight off me in in small ways and big ways. And it absolutely can be done.
1: It absolutely can. I mean, that's why this is the name of my podcast, right? Uh, To have you here because it's a reminder to me to support the lifestyle, to move it beyond a hashtag or words or even a concept, for it to be part of my daily life and practice. Right. So as I have these conversations with you and you know other people who come on, um, we can figure out how to live this life with softness. The news that we hear, the conversations that we have, the things that we're doing for ourselves, so we can tap into more joy.
0: Hey there, overwhelmed foodies! Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options? Feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same with the same fish picture? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea; They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes, conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes— Home Chef has you and the entire family covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Home Chef has over 30 options a week, and they serve a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it is economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. So for a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com/feverdream that's homechef.com/feverdream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life homechef.com/feverdream you must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert
1: this episode is brought to you by seed probiotics are most effective when they make it to your colon alive that's
2: why C developed a patented 2-in-1 capsule that safeguards viability of its DSO-1 daily symbiotic through digestion to deliver the maximum dose to your colon. No refrigeration necessary. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month.
1: What are three things that you would recommend for people to do to start to tap into the soft life?
2: I think it starts with taking inventory, taking some self inventory and figuring out whether that's journaling, taking a long walk, being mindful, being grounded, alone and figuring out what you need in your life. Um, outside of work, outside of any partner or family? What do you individually need more of? And for me, that was more things that I can look forward to that don't have to do with work opportunities. Like I mentioned before, I love my career, so grateful for it, but I needed something that woke me up in the morning and got me excited outside of work. So Mm -hmm. for me, that after i was able to take some self inventory i was able to realize that then i did my summer bucket list which i talked about a little bit and i just started putting all the things that i want to do tennis go to a concert mini golf you know go to a, a, a winery something that brought me some type of excitement but then you have to really know yourself on on, on what you like what your needs are what what do you want to see? What do you want to do more of? So for me, taking self-inventory, curating a list of things that you'd like to do more of after that, and then also... Placing some boundaries. Boundaries are really, really boundaries. important in my life. They are every single thing to me. Um and also another thing too, providing yourself the permission to not take others' feelings as your own.
1: <laughs> yes. Leave that over there. Ding. People can have their <laughs> own feelings and emotions. Let's not internalize them because that goes Don't back into back to me being a strong strong black woman, right? Because you're thinking about what the other person <laughs> is saying. Exactly. Am I, did I, should I have said it this way? Mm-hmm. Well, you gave us a, a bonus fourth one. And I will add with the boundaries, they're only wonderful if you use them. Use
2: them. Active practice.
1: Active practice of the boundaries. Yes. I have broken my own rules. Um, but I will break if it's going to give me joy. Yeah,
2: And I think that's, that's a really great point, what you just said, because as I get older, as I mature into my womanhood, I'm finding that not everything is black and white. Things can live on a spectrum. There is room for flexibility. And when it comes to your boundaries, I think it's really important to note, okay, what are the, what are my core themes that I'm just not willing to budge on? What are things that I'd like yeah. to stay private about. You know, especially you, you're a public figure. Uh, what, what are things that I'm willing to share? What are things that I'm not willing to share? If I'm open to sharing all, that's fine. But what are some boundaries in my personhood, in my personal life that I need to establish? So I did that. Second thing, say no that's hard for me and, and what you've said as well, that it's hard for you too. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but, you know, there there's some there's some um, instances where it can get tough where you're like, hmm, how do I break this to this person that I actually just don't want to do it? Or how, how do I say no to an event because I'm really tired and I need a nap? Um, but I think practicing no- whether saying it to yourself, whether saying it to little things and then expanding into big things, um, it's, it's a helpful practice. And just also allowing that flexibility too for yourself and others. And another thing too, allowing yourself grace. I think grace is the grace. big part of the soft life. Like, hey, Sis is tired or sis is happy, but right. she might not be happy tomorrow. I'm giving grace with all of it. I am just happy to be alive and to be witnessing beautiful connections, beautiful careers, you know, all these things. And I, th- I think to not get overwhelmed with the pressures of life, with the beauties of life, being mindful, staying grounded, and practicing daily grace would help that.
1: Yeah, it allows for, so I don't believe in work-life anything. I think there's no work-life balance. It doesn't happen. But I do believe in work-life harmony, meaning there's going to be ebbs and flows, ups and downs, and you allow things to happen. That inventory list is key with knowing how to say no that you shared. You are going to know what you need to say no, right? And so I say yes to the yeses and no to the nos. But you really have to be self-aware, to say yes to the yeses and noes to the noes that allow for the grace and the variables and flexibility. So the last thing you want to do is say like, okay, this is what I'm going to do to lean into the soft life. And then you aren't able to do the thing in the soft life. And then you're mad at yourself that you aren't going to do that. And then you can lean more into the strong, having to blah, blah, blah. You have to, again, give yourself that grace to go in there. So you have a wonderful quote in your article. Are you choosing joy? So Dominique, tell us how you'll bring softness to your week.
2: Yes. Well, I already started off pretty soft over the weekend as I was able to. And that's another thing, too. Like, I like to start my weekends, if possible, um, in a soft way. So Sunday I was able to, this is going to sound funny, uh, but I was <laughs> able to have take a little road trip to Malibu and have lunch at Malibu Cafe, which at Forum Cafe, which I love. Love that. Okay. Because we work really hard. Okay. Yeah, we do. We do. What, what is it for if we're not enjoying and, and taking a moment, taking a beat and being present in LA is heating up now. So people are outside. Um, I was one of them. I <laughs> also, you know, went to my pool, which I had a, a nice little t- soak there and, but I also had to go to an award show because I'm a fellow for an organization and that was later in the evening. Um, So Monday, of course, we're we're hitting the ground running. Essence Fest is is almost here and we're all so excited. So lots of work and lots of exciting work. So that kind of fueled me too. And then, you know, we are here today and I have Trap Zumba. So I'm excited. (laughs) I, you know, I, these things balance themselves out in a way, and unlike you, I think you know the term balance can be useful, but I also think of I personally think of balance as an ebb and flow, right? So um, yeah. I have intense work days or intense event days that I have to show up and and um, and and work or show my face, and then I have. These uh, kind of lulls, where I'm resting by the pool, I'm reading, I'm watching my favorite TV show, I'm listening to my one of my favorite podcasts, and I or I'm sleuthing around a vintage shop and trying on vintage clothes. Um, there's a really great one in Oakland, too, by the way. Uh, and i <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, there these things are ebbs and flows for me. So although it, it might not always fall under um, what people consider as a soft life bubble every single day. I am making sure that I at least have one hour a day to my self-care. One hour. One in, un, uninterrupted hour to myself to do whatever I want to do.
1: I, I love that. <laughs> and again, with giving people grace and finding what works for you, it may start as One minute, five minutes, and it may work up to that level. It may be one day or time. Mm -hmm. You can get there. I want to encourage you to do that. One way to do that is to definitely read whatever Dominique is writing because she's giving you gems. Can you tell folks how they can find you?
2: Yes, you can find me, of course, on Essence.com. I want to shout that out first under my byline, Dominique Fluker. You can find me on the website and our print issues. Um, Second, love social media to an extent. So you can find me on Instagram at, at Dominique B. Fluker and on Twitter at Dominique Fluker.
1: That's awesome. Well, hopefully... I will be at Essence Fest next year talking about my book, Hint, Hint, Planting the Seed. Ooh. I've never been. Like, I don't know. Yeah. If I, does that not make me a black woman? I have to probably oh, question your myself. Your black card is still intact. Okay, thank you. Thank you okay. very much. We just
2: have to enhance <laughs> Enhance it.
1: it. Enhance <laughs> it. So I can get the... S and festified.
2: Yes, absolutely. I mean, you're wearing CJR.
1: Like, I know. how how incredible do you look right now? Thank you very <laughs> much. Thank you very much. Well, Dominique, thank you for coming on my podcast and reminding the listeners why the the name of this podcast, "Soft Black Woman," is so important, not only to us, but you know, to people who are moving into the soft life. Yes. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Um, y'all can follow me at Cadet changecadet, C-H-A-N-G-E-C-A-D-E-T. And remember to follow at Betches underscore news on Instagram and TikTok. And until next week, stay soft and keep being amazing. Soft Black Woman is produced by Amanda Duberman, Rebecca Salzmackat, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Rebecca Salzmackat. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Social media by Amanda Duberman and Bridget Swartz. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore SUP on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send us your emails on SUPPod at
0: Betches.com.